What's up, guys? Back with Truth and Love podcast. How we doing, though? Doing good. Maverick Baker, Elena Haas, myself. It's the holiday season. Elena is ready to go in her holiday (laughs) outfit. And she really went next level on this. She did. I didn't know we were doing a holiday Listen, episode. It's, it's yeah. festive. You guys have to really celebrate through, the, through through clothes. Is that like your Christmas outfit? I don't know. Wait, it's so just, you dress like this every sweater. day? <laughs> you dress like this every no, day? No, this is like, this is a Christmas celebration. It feels like you're mm. ready for family photos or Christmas photos. Yeah. Listen, you guys are just jealous, so. Uh, honestly, the only thing missing is a turtleneck. You should, if that was a turtleneck, oh, it would have been like. Game over. Game over. Uh, yes, Christmas is here. Or the holidays yeah. is, because I think this will be on December 23rd. Uh, Christmas is one of my favorite holidays. Is I it? I love Christmas. I, I, how can you I, not? I think... I think <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. But is it actually Jesus' birthday? That's my question. It is. And do we... Like, how do we know that? Yeah. Or do we just pick a random day? Like, why December 25th? It's actually not Jesus' actual birthday, by all accounts. It was moved there... Uh, by Emperor Constantine, first Christian emperor. Okay. In like three, I don't remember. Some, somewhere in the three hundreds, it was moved there. Why? And What's moved there? What do you mean? So the birth of Christ most likely took place like in the fall, mm. according to like when you look at the calendar and what's happening and and, okay. um, and there's it's kind of unclear because they don't say hey it was on October seventh, but it was moved and celebrated as the birth of Christ uh, by the church by Emperor Constantine who moved it there. And the, the primary leading reason people think is because it, it basically, when Constantine, so the whole empire was not Christian. Right. Roman Empire, nobody's Christian. There's a group of Christians that's continuing to grow and grow and grow and grow. Then Emperor Constantine has, basically Jesus appeared to him in a dream who's like, man, I'm the real God. And he becomes a Christian and he decides we're gonna make everybody Christian. We're gonna make this whole thing and the church and the empire become kind of wed together and had some upsides and some downsides. We don't really need to go into all of those. But one of the things that he did, would he would he would convert basically existing pagan Roman holidays into Christian ones. So there oh. was a Roman holiday okay. that was in December around uh, that time. That makes and sense now. He would basically yeah. go, hey, we used to celebrate, you know, the Zeus, whatever holiday. We're actually going to now make this the celebration of the birth of Christ. And so that was the first time gotcha. that it was moved into that time period. But back to Christmas. I love Christmas. It is great. It is great. But it's not great for everybody. Some people stress out about Christmas and the holidays. Yeah. Um, or it's sad. Yeah. Sad or time. sad. That's true. It can be sad. Yeah. Do y'all have Christmas traditions? Like any bizarre ones in your family? Uh, no. I don't know about bizarre. I'll hey. be the only one at hey, Christmas this come year. Come on. <laughs> I know you got some bizarre <laughs> ones. <in there>. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. Uh, I try to think about bizarre ones. I don't really have bizarre Christmas traditions, but this year will be a little weird, um, as usual, I guess, because I am single, so I will be the only one at my parents' house, and oh. my my brother and sister will be with their extended families. Oh, they're Aww. not coming at all? No, because it's like this This is the year they go see like mm. their extended families on Christmas, and then like three or four days later, they'll come, mm. and we'll do, all do Christmas together. Man. But yeah, Christmas Day, I'll be all alone again. That's you'll, sad, you'll, Maverick. That is sad. Yeah. Not all alone. I'll be with my parents. But. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, more more family time for you, though, and more yeah. eggnog and presents and, and all. Do y'all have any family traditions? We have traditions, but nothing, like, weird or anything. Well, like, what's one? I'm very, like, standard. Like, I like traditional decorations. I'm, like, a very traditional kind of gal. Do you open presents uh, on Christmas Eve? 
Um, well, now that I'm a mother, we, you know, it's it's different. Now I like to let my kids open at least one gift on Christmas Eve because that's what I did when I was younger. We do too. Yeah, when I was younger, I loved that. It was my favorite. And then you played with it like all night, and yeah. then we're so excited. It was like the hype. It was like a hype gift, you know. So yeah, I like to do that with. Did y'all do my Santa mom. growing up? I don't feel like I ever really believed in Santa. Yeah, I don't mm. think I ever believed in Santa. Did you? Oh, for sure I did. No, really? Yeah. I yeah. can't see you believing okay, in Santa. Okay, is that like wrong to like, okay, I was having this debate the other day. Yeah. Is, so like Rahab, you know, she lied to like save the spies. So like yeah. lying's obviously okay. But <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's a big bomb. No, no, no. Just put that grenade out there. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> lying to like, like if a little kid is like, especially like, I could walk out of here right now. This church is full of kids all the time. Sure. A kid could come up to me and be like, Maverick, this kid says Santa's not real. Will you tell him that Santa's real? Yeah. Bro. What are you going to do? Bro, yeah. what? Like, am I supposed to just lie to this other kid? Yeah. Or just be like, oh, yo, Santa's real if you want him to be real? Yeah. Like, you say, what? go ask your parents. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> that's exactly right. Okay. But like, okay, then as a parent, do you... Do you lie to your kids? Do you tell them yeah, tell Santa's me you real? Do, hold David. on, hold on, hold on. Guys. Are you lying to your children? To go down that uh, we say there's a secret about Santa. Okay. That's what you call giving yourself, he's not real. giving yourself an out. Okay? okay. You say, hey, someday there's a secret about Santa that you're going to learn. And uh, and Santa, and we try to use it to basically set up, hey, ultimately the reason for the season is Jesus. I've actually wrestled with, so we're not huge on Santa. And um, and yet we're not also in the camp that, um, hey, it's a great evil to do it. But I do think there is something, um, I'll give a hot take. Or I'll give it like thought-provoking thing. Okay. okay. Of all the ways that we can get distracted, Santa is clearly responsible for a lot of the distraction from the focus of the birth of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and it becomes like more about Santa. And um, and I have wrestled like, is that distracting from it? Or is it just something that's a part of childhood and kind of the the mystery and the beauty of that season? And I don't really feel strongly. I do think it's interesting that Santa and Satan have all the same letters. You just mix Ooh, them around a little there's bit. There's one letter difference in Santa and Satan. That yeah, is really... You just mix them. That's kind of scary. But, okay, so do your kids get gifts from Santa? Yeah. They get... How many gifts do they get from Santa? Just one? Uh, they get the unwrapped ones on the fireplace. Oh, unwrapped on the fireplace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but again, we hit on... And this is not endorsing anybody should do Santa. Romans chapter 14 says, anything that doesn't proceed from faith is sin. So... Man, if, if your heart is not there, man, uh, it's not pro anything or telling anybody how they should approach giving gifts at Christmas. Right. You're just sharing what I'm you're just right. sharing, hey, that's what we yeah. do. And um, and the way that we have said is, hey, there's a secret about Santa that you're going to find out someday. Yeah, but isn't like not telling the whole truth or like controlling information like also lying? If he came and was like, hey, I know that Santa's not real, I would be like, who told you that? Where do you think those <laughs> gifts come from? <laughs> and I would just ask questions. Mommy and daddy. And um, – but no, and uh, we try to not honestly make it a big focal point. Like a bigger focal point is Advent, lighting the candles, the birth of Jesus, reading through Luke chapter two and the arrival of Jesus and really highlight that. And it's because Jesus gave himself the ultimate gift that we give gifts to one another to celebrate his birthday. I got you. But you still lie to your kids. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. I tell them the truth. There's a secret about Santa you're going to find out someday. So let's go back to like the Christianity pieces. So like the nativity scene, for example. Uh What's true about that? What's not true about that? 
Yeah, the nativity that everybody has in yeah. their house. It depends on which nativity, I guess. Because uh, okay, so you have like the wise men, the shepherds, yeah, baby Jesus, yeah, Joseph, Mary. There's yeah. a donkey. There's a donkey. There's always sometimes a camel. We have yeah. a camel in ours. Mm. Yeah, and we have a sheep. Yeah, you do. What's true about that? So uh, a or lot of true. it's not true. Yeah, what's not true? It, it most likely was not in a barn. It was most likely in a cave, just based on like the Greek word that's used for there was no room for them in the inn. Hmm. He was placed in uh, a manger. That's true. That it was in a feeding trough that a animal would have eaten out of. That's true. The wise men were um, not there because we're told that they come later. And it likely wasn't what? three wise men. Yeah. They come in I a later I thought for time. sure that part was true. No. The shepherds were. And the shepherds appear. And the shepherds come when he's born, like, yes. around the same time? Okay. Yes. But the like wise same men. same day? The same night. Same night. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, because the angels appear and behold, great news yeah. of great joy for all people. <laughs> in the town of Bethlehem and they run and they find him there. But the wise men come like months later or maybe even months when he was a little later? boy. Yeah. No. Yeah, much later. So they're not even like a part of this. No. <laughs> they shouldn't be a part of Christmas. To do there. Nothing to do with Christmas. Um, they come from the East. That is true. It likely w- was not three. There's just three gifts. Yeah. Frankincense, myrrh, and gold, all of which symbolize uh, priest, prophet, and king. Hmm. And um, that the gold would be for a king. The myrrh would be for a priest because that's how they would embalm. What is a myrrh? It's something that you like embalm uh, somebody. That's a good question. It's a valid question. Body with when they die. So kind of symbolizing. It's like an oil. Yeah, it's like for okay. embalming. If somebody yeah. was to die, that they would put on myrrh. And uh, so that one there, it probably was in a cave. What else is in the nativity? Oh, there's an angel in mine. There's an angel, the shepherds, the wise men. Those animals. That's yeah, it. there probably that's was an angel. I mean, yeah, there's an angel. There's angels at least in the in the sky, like myriads and myriads of angels that are out there. Um, but yeah, nativity's not exactly how you thought it. It's also not that far of a journey. Like I think when I grew up, I heard they would like saddle up, and I can't believe this terrible emperor. going out west. Yeah, yeah. Augustus <laughs> is having him just travel and travel and travel. In reality, I think it's uh, like less than 15 miles. That's like, not too bad. I mean, pregnant is definitely not fun. Definitely like, not fun. Doesn't it change once you become a parent to think about the fact that she Was had to do, like had to go travel like that, probably in labor. I don't know. Was she in labor? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and she's traveling. She has to give birth Ugh. in a not great situation. Dude, how wild would that be? Yeah, that would be really. I mean, you're Joseph, and you're giving birth, or your wife is giving birth. There's no. There's no nurse around right. or no, like, um, any medical help or anything. And you're trying to get just, like, water to clean and there's goats around you and you're delivering a child that you've I did been not told. think about how traumatic that was for Joseph and oh, Mary. Oh, dude. Man. <laughs> yeah, be, right? think yeah. about that, man. They're just in, there, in a cave now alone. And he's got to believe that, hey, this Mary didn't sleep around. She yeah. was divinely impregnated, right. and this is the baby that you're going to have to give birth to. I mean, well, an angel came to visit him, right? An angel did come to visit. I'd probably believe an angel. I, I think mean, so. Think yeah, so. you would think that would be really impactful. I mean, I have thought before, okay, but if you knew it was Jesus and yeah. you believed that, you wouldn't be as scared. Like, I mean, I would be really scared if I was in that situation. Totally. But if it's. If it if you knew it was Jesus, you'd be like, okay, well, obviously this is God's will. Like, I'm going to be – like, this is going to – Yeah, but I don't know that they thought of it like we do. Like, my Jewish friends don't think of the Messiah like we think of the Messiah in what terms of – they don't think of it like, hey, he's going to be born 
and it's going to be just a baby and he's going to come and die as uh, a savior for the world. They think of it as like a conquering a king, king yeah. that's going to come in and deliver. And so all of the circumstances around that, I just think yeah. it had to be terrifying. And for Joseph, even the angel, I mean, you think, hey, I would believe that. You got to yeah. think you second guessed it, though, of like, yeah. was, that, <laughs> was that a dream? Was that real? Yeah, like, is this real? There's no way. Like, yeah. Because yeah. it appeared in a dream. And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah. was that just the hummus that I had for dinner? Or was that yeah. actually what happened? And um, so anyways, to your point, though, it is crazy just to think of God becoming a baby mm-hmm. and like having to be nursed, mm-hmm. having to have diapers changed. They, probably, mean, they didn't have diapers, right? Yeah. Cloths, swaddling they cloths. They had just like, yeah. Man, it's just astounding. And that's Christmas. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> but obviously, Christmas is life-changing. Mm-hmm. And where can, people, where can people actually read in the Bible? Like, I think you already mentioned, like, one place. Yeah. M- well, there's multiple places, right? You yeah, yeah. Where, do you want to share where you can read about, like, the full story? And, yeah, I mean. Like, Luke, what's actually real? Yeah, Luke 2, Matthew chapter 1 towards the end of Matthew chapter one, where it talks about the birth of Christ. Um, John really doesn't, John's version is much more cryptic. Like in the beginning was a word, word with God became to dwell among us. But yeah, Luke two, Matthew chapter one, will give more of the specifics on kind of all of the birth and how it unfolded. Yeah. And, and yeah, to your point, it is life-changing. I mean, it was God who was born to die and God became a baby. And that baby was here on the planet he was the only person that was born to die. All of us were born to live, and Jesus was born for the purpose of dying in our place. It's amazing. For anyone who trusts in him that has eternal life through that baby boy that was born in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. So with Christmas coming up, is Christmas like celebrating like – obviously you're saying like, oh, like you're telling your kids we're, what we're really celebrating is, you know – well, you're lying to you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you're telling them like, okay, well, this is to celebrate the birth of Jesus, um, your Savior, all that stuff. Yeah. But like as a kid, my parents could tell me that all day. I'm still like, where's my gifts? Yeah, yeah. Like this is about Santa, my gifts, and my stocking. Yeah. Um, Where does that come in with like being like almost – is it – I guess is it like sacrilegious or not – why why the gifts? Like why what like none of that has anything to do with Jesus. Yeah. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah. I think it's an overflow. I, one, I think it can be really distracting because I mean, think about how many people sell everyone celebrates Christmas. Yeah. Like n- lots of people who have no faith at all celebrate Christmas mm-hmm. and give mm-hmm. gifts. Some people who have a different faith celebrate yeah. Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I think to your point though, it can be dangerous and potentially it's just really distracting from what the reason for all of the season is in terms of like the history of giving gifts. It's just an overflow out of, Hey, God's generosity and giving his son to us. And so now we in turn go and give to others. And, um, and so uh, beyond it potentially distracting because there's so much materialism that happens and so many people that get in debt. In fact, I read that January 17th or January 16th, Mid-January is one of the most depressing days of the year. There was a study done in the UK. Wow. And the reason is it's because of the day that all of the credit card bills from Christmas come in. That the amount of debt that people go into and they're in the moment, they're like, I'm giving this gift and it's so exciting and this is great. And then January 17th, the the bill for that shows up and it's one of the most depressing days of the year or being called one of the most um, 
yeah, saddest days of the year, according to a study in the UK. So oh. I say that because I think there is a lot of distraction that can be emphasized on that. And as believers, we have to put the emphasis back on Jesus and be generous towards others as a response to his generosity towards us. Is there anything you guys do to like make Christmas about Jesus? Like Christmas Day, like is there anything? Or are you guys just like, Santa came? We, like, yeah, I, I feel like probably, well, maybe y'all didn't do this growing up. We will read the nativity and read the story like as a family. Okay. And I'm not dumb. I know our seven-year-old and five-year-old are like, right. yeah, great. I know about Jesus. Uh, can we open the presents now? Yeah, can we wrap <laughs> this up? Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, Dad. And uh, and I'm the one sitting over there like, the days of Caesar Augustus, Mary and <laughs> Joseph. But it's in our attempt to really put the lens and focus on Jesus. We've done the Advent candles. Did okay. you do Advent candles? Mm-mm. Not like growing up, no. Where there's like one, there's a shepherd's candle, there's an angel candle, you do them each I don't even know what you're talking about. Really? <laughs> I've never heard of this. Oh, man. I don't think I know either. Like, I couldn't replicate it. Okay. Advent is – this is wild, guys. Okay. we. You don't know what Advent candles are? I mean, I know what they are, but I don't think I – if someone's like, hey, do it right now, I don't think I could do it. Okay. So the church historically – like, I'm talking like traditional church years and years. They would celebrate Advent in the calendar of the liturgy, and Advent was the four weeks – prior to Christmas, and each week would celebrate a different aspect of the story. So there's the angels candle where the angels show up, and you would read from Luke 2, the angels announcing the birth. Okay. There's the shepherds, and you would light the shepherd candle, and you would read a passage of the shepherds that he appeared to the least of these, and the shepherds were present at his birth. And then there's the, um, I think it's the Bethlehem candle. Is that right? Bethlehem candle, and you're basically celebrating that in the town of Bethlehem, this Savior arrived. And there's one more, and I'm blanking on it. But you do those four weeks. You're celebrating the story of Jesus' arrival. And then the fifth candle is a white one. Each candle is a different color. And you light the fifth candle, which is just the arrival of Jesus, and you read the nativity story on that. Man, that's wild. It's a big tradition. That's like, crazy. A lot of yeah, I've never heard of that. go all in with Advent. Like every year their series is an Advent series. It's a big deal. Speaking on the arrival of Jesus, will you have to arrive at your in-laws this year? Uh, I will. <laughs> How is that? Because, like, for me, like I said earlier, like, it's just me and my dad and my mom. Yeah. So, like, it's going to be easy. Yeah. I'll be chilling. Some people, and sometimes when I'm with other sides of the family, yeah. it can get a little crazy. Yeah. And uh, there's definitely at least one crazy in every family. Totally. And if you don't know who it is. It's probably <laughs> It's you. probably you. Uh, so... Um, are you the crazy or, or, <laughs> maybe. or I think we how do you deal? Exactly. How do you deal with like family members that maybe cause problems? Yeah, I think whether it's in laws or whether it's like mm-hmm. your parents or whether yeah. whoever it is, that's one of the challenges of the Christmas season is like surviving the holidays, going yeah. home. Especially if you're maybe you've gotten some traction in your faith. Yeah, it's become your own. You're trying to prioritize it. You're, you're lighting candles. To, you're lighting like, candles. Like, <laughs> you're Angel candle. Make sure you're with the right people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're like, hey, I, I finally have Christian you're believing friends. You're trying to make friends. big changes, you know? Yeah. You're trying yeah. to make, make a better you. And you're mm-hmm. stepping back into all those old temptations and your high school sweetheart and all of the different places. Maybe you used to make poor decisions before you were a believer or before you really embraced your faith. And so I think you got to go in eyes wide open and know, hey, I'm going to 
I'm going to face these temptations. Hopefully you have like a community group or you have some people in your life that you can say, hey, let's let's stay connected. Let's jump on a call each day or let's jump on a call regularly because I need accountability and um, and seek that out and just know and kind of put on the table to people in your life. Here's the temptations. Here's the old relationships. There's something about going back home to your hometown mm-hmm. where it's like this girl that you have no business dating. You should not have any interest in. I mean, that is a part of the past. needs to stay a part of the past. Mm-hmm. She's not even a believer. She would say she is, but you, she's really not. And yet you go back home and you're like, maybe she was the one. <laughs> Maybe we were meant to be. Especially because Christmas is so like romantic yeah. and like, oh, there's mistletoe. And you could also like, so let's just say you live obviously in a different city and you're like coming home. Yeah. And like imagine all of your other friends that maybe you haven't seen since. You know, you only see during the holidays. Totally. Maybe like yeah. a couple times a year because everyone lives in different places. They all come home. And they're like, let's go out. Let's go get a drink. Let's yeah. catch up. Let's. And you could really just easily kind of shift back into who you were in high school. Totally. You know, and it's just like everything about you kind of goes out the window, everything you've been working on, all your therapy, all your counseling, all your like self-work, you know, yeah. all of that is like, well, now I'm reverting back to me circa whatever, high school, senior year. <laughs> totally. <you know? laughs> Dude, it's wild and it happens. Yeah, it does happen. So I think you got to have accountability or people in yeah. your life that yeah. are like helping you. And then with family, man, I think you got to see, and it's, it's really hard, um, see it as an opportunity and look for opportunities to share the gospel with the crazy family or with the weird uncle or with the hyper political aunt or with the sibling who's, you know, stepping out for smoke breaks and whatever the case is to look for ways not to, you know, make it seem like you're better than anyone, but to share how you're better than you were without Jesus or how he's at work in your life. And that's really the only antidote I think to dealing with all the crazies to almost go in of like, man, I'm going to try to be on mission in this time period mm-hmm. and leverage the fact that there's likely non-believers. I mean, we were at Thanksgiving last week and there were people who would say they were believers and they were not believers. They'd not had a genuine faith in Jesus. And it led to a good conversation with extended family that, man, I don't, I don't get to see, uh, I rarely ever see, maybe yeah. once a year. And mm-hmm. it's like I, everything in me just wants to watch the football game. Right. And and I have to kind of push and I'm a pastor. Not lie, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. I have to push through that and be like, hey, um have y'all found a local church? Or do you have a church that you're a part of? Or hey, has anyone asked you like I don't know what what do you believe? Um and to see opportunities or to try to see opportunities to share the gospel. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying it's not a Christmas miracle if I go back home and I see my ex. No. It's not a sign. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Dude, that's what people think. It's like yeah. a Hallmark movie. Yes. It's like, there she is. It's back snowing. together. It's snowing <laughs> outside. It's so true. What's what's y'all's favorite Christmas movie? Let's get that on the table. Hmm, that's a good I'm question. a big Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh, it's a great Oh, I know so mine. Good. Mine's a classic Home Alone. The first Home Alone. Mm. We, we watched I love it. it. We watched Ooh. it this weekend. I don't know. I'm not Are a huge fan. No, yeah. It's so good. It doesn't feel that Christmassy. It feels like it could have happened on a random Thursday. Like two people break point. in, you know? It's a good point. I guess. I don't know. It's all like. There's Christmas music. Yeah. But it's not like. It's more like the nostalgia for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that Nostalgia's makes sense. like. I think that's why kids like or yeah. why people like it. It's nostalgia. Yeah, Santa Claus, same way. Um, it's a Wonderful Life. Have y'all seen that? Nope. I haven't. Man, I, I usually try you not would to watch like Christmas that one, movies. <laughs> that one's kind of like a, a tearjerker. 
Yeah, I don't know why I keep going back or watching that. Uh, now <laughs> yeah, that I think about like it, crying? I'm like, I don't like crying. Why do yeah. I, I watch this movie? But <laughs> Santa Claus definitely up there. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, all right. There's not a lot on Christmas, I guess. Yeah, we had, we're a little shorter than normal. What are we at? Twenty twenty five minutes. Twenty five minutes for the twenty fifth day of Let's December. Let's go. Hey, if you're in town, come to City Bridge tomorrow for not no. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. It'll be Christmas Eve. 9, 11, and 1. Come join us, or we hope you guys have an amazing Christmas wherever you're coming on. That's it.